The information delivered through this program is provided as an educational resource only and is not to be used for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. If you require any form of professional support, please seek it out for yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in. Every week I present a brief but impactful commentary about how to make your biggest goals and wildest dreams a reality by getting them on your to-do list. You know, one of the biggest reasons that we struggle to fulfill all of our goals and dreams is because we put them on too high a pedestal. And then we convince ourselves that they're never ever going to come true. You know, that's not a goal. That's not even a dream. That's a fantasy. So for the next few minutes, I'll share the strategy for turning these fantasies into everyday tasks. Tasks that you can perform the way you wash the dishes or take out the trash. Until one by one, each of these tasks will grow into the goal you seek to achieve and the dream you hope to fulfill. Greetings abundant seekers and welcome to the program. I'm your host Blake Miles and this week I'm going to be sharing with you seven little steps to help you create an effective vision board. Now, half of you just turned off and went, it's vision board. So if you're here, or if you're still here, then you're probably okay with the vision board concept. But some of you, you know, might be still wondering, well, what's the point of a vision board? Or perhaps uh, some of you might be thinking that there's more pressing matters to attend to at this particular time in your life than making a friggin' collage. Fair enough. So let me try to put this into perspective for you, uh, what, what this, the purpose of a vision board would be uh, at, this, at this time. And, 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 and if there are those of you who you know, shy away from the wooey wooey uh, and you're going, eh, this sounds flaky to me, I ask you to bear with me just a little bit longer. I am not a, a flaky wooey type of person. Uh, I have an open mind. But, you know, I'm not too into it. Oh, you know, I believe meditating is getting in a quiet place and going, going where you're happy, kind of, you know. Uh, so l- let me put it in, in a little bit of a more level-headed, down-to-earth, you know, explanation of how a vision board is going to really help you out. Um, as some of you know, I sold my car about a year ago. Uh, just, you know, got, got rid of it. And uh, to this day, you know, there's still some people going, really? I mean, a lot of people now say, well, I understand, you know, or boy, you called it with the rising inflation, you know, with all the overhead costs and then gas. And wow, you really that was a good call. But still, how do you live without your car? The way you live without anything is the answer to that question, by the way. But that's a conversation for another time. The reason I sold the car was, well, let's start with the, the, the practical. I sold the car to get some money, uh, to save some money, to stop spending some money. But I sold the car before inflation had reached the point that these big expenses were there. So it wasn't really to, you know, to avoid those expenses. It was just avoid the regular expenses. And plus, I was really getting sick and tired of, I, I don't know if we've got a, a factory manufacturing morons at this point, but oh my God. I couldn't take a five-minute round trip to the grocery store and back without running into 16 certified idiots. Just ridiculous. So it's just, forget it. Some of you may know that uh, a little while ago, uh, the doctor took me off of my blood pressure medication because I brought it under control. You'll never convince me ever that that wasn't because I got the heck off the, the crazy roads. Seriously, I feel safer for myself, for my family. 
everything. Now I cringe when, when, when my wife drives somewhere, cause it's like, eh, I just, yeah, I'm very happy to be, be done with it, but I still get people going, Oh, oh you know, I still have people who can't believe I unplugged my landline. Very few people have a landline anymore. And there's still some people out there that, I mean, people are just misinformed, right? Social media, the noise keeps us all boggled with a lot of nonsense. Not that long ago, somebody literally said, you don't have a landline? How, how do your, your emergency calls get tracked? And I had to go with, well, they fixed that. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was never a thing. That was never, ever, ever a thing. Oh, my God. Anyway, I digress. If we're going to talk about all the stupid people in the world, we're going to be here a lot longer than the allotted 15 to 20 minutes. So lots of reasons to get rid of the car, but the main one was I knew that we were heading for a, an economic situation in which I wanted some cash so that I could invest. And I have to confess, I didn't save up as much as I should have uh, leading up to that moment. And since the economy never really did make its, you know, its best full recovery, I only sold a certain number of stocks. There's some I'm sitting on because I know they've got you know, better hire to go. But I confess, I missed the boat a little bit. I, I didn't call it right. So I had to find another way to get some influx of cash that I could put into an investment. That seemed the best thing. The constantly depreciating, always expensive, ever rising cost <laughs> car, automobile, get rid of it. So now I have the cash that used to go to that in an account. And that account is slowly but surely feeding an investment account. I'm going to speed that up soon, and eventually I'm going to really be sending a lot over. And yes, I do call it my auto deposit account. I apologize for that dad joke. Had to be done. But this isn't a conversation about the economy. The reason I sold the car was because I had a vision. I had a vision, and I had a plan attached to that vision. And that plan required some cash, as a lot of plans do, especially wealth creation plans. They require some capital. They require to have a little bit of cash. So this is what I'm saying is that a vision board is just, I mean, think about a to-do list, right? I'm going to revisit this again in the, in, as we go along, because this is a really, really important way to look at a vision board. It's the to-do list for your dreams, you have a to-do list for chores, you have a to-do list for errands, you have a to-do list for responsibilities, appointments, dates, everything. Well, a vision board is a to-do list for your dreams. You got to-do list for everyday life, welcome to the to-do list for your best life, your dream life. That's what a vision board is above all else, because a vision is your best life. It should be. Your vision should be a picture of your best life. And your vision board is a physical picture photograph, collage, scrapbook, whatever it is, doesn't matter. It is a physical photograph of the picture that you have in your head of your best life. So it, when you have a plan, the most important thing you can do to make a plan come true is to reverse engineer it. You know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty in human beings. Well, it's very true. But the positive side of hindsight is reverse engineering. That's having enough foresight to be able to talk yourself back to this moment, as opposed to being in the moment, seeing the regret of what you did and looking back at, at the action you took. 
right? It's the flip side of it. Looking far enough ahead and having enough of a vision of what lies ahead to be able to formulate a plan and reverse engineer it back to the first thing that you do so that very few of the steps you take from there on are regrettable ones. They move you in a direction. Really, all that happens is you might have some setbacks. You're not ever going to look back and go, why did I do that? You'll just say, oh, there, there was that, and I ran into that obstacle or this thing, but I pressed on, and voila, here I am, right? So there you go. So the question is, how do you create a plan like that then? And then remind yourself every single day to stick to that plan. You can guess the answer. A vision board. A vision board. That is exactly what it is. It's a plan. Visually, because we're visual creatures. It's a visual plan that is there and will remind you every single day to stick with it. So now I'd like to present to you, as always, little steps to big success. Seven little steps that are going to make that vision board something really, really special, really effective, and really impactful for you in creating a vision that you can start turning into a plan and create either a great goal, a milestone for yourself, or hopefully your best life. Hopefully you can create a vision of your whole best life. And if your best life is made up of a lot of visions, then make a bunch of vision boards and then turn them into a vision book. And I will talk about that a little bit later on as well. But in the meantime, let's get to that list. Little steps to big success, little steps to help you create a really effective vision board. Little step number one, do not get caught up with using only images. Okay, so uh, so this is a visual triggering device. That's literally what, what, what it is. That's kind of the, the psychology term for it. It's a visual triggering device. So it basically, when you look at it, the images in it, or whatever's on it, anything that you see stuck on that board triggers something in your brain. And it triggers your vision, your plan, your goal, your best life, your whatever it is. It triggers that thing in your head that says, yes, I'm on track, or no, I'm not. And then helps you to figure out exactly how to get back on track. So this thing should contain uh, things that ignite the passion and inspiration in you. Now, some of you might be saying, well, you know, it's pictures, it's a collage, it's pictures. Don't worry about the rules. Don't make this about following the rules. Make this personal. Make this personal. So before you start cutting and pasting or digitally cutting and pasting, because, you know, as, uh, conventionally you're cutting newspaper and magazine clippings and, and you can do that. I love old school. That's great. We will talk about it a little bit more later, but you can do this digitally as well. You can make a more 21st century, um, you know, vision board. But before you start doing the cutting and pasting either way, just stop, think about, maybe even jot down the things that trigger your thoughts and actions around your goals. And these may very well be images, but they might also be sounds or smells or feelings. I mean, a big part of my best life is living in Aruba. And that's a lot of sound and smell and it's, it tastes even. <laughs> Uh, certainly feelings, not just emotional ones, but atmosphere, feelings of atmosphere, feelings of the ambience that I'm in. So you may not be able to express and convey some of these things visually. So go ahead and just write a word. Just write down a word that triggers it. Or you, numbers, maybe there's a number that, that you know zeroes in for you in that sense. 
Everything on your vision board should speak directly to you. It's your board. Because if, if you have a plan and that plan isn't based on your vision, it's not your plan. So your plan, your vision, your board, everything on it should speak to you. It shouldn't be about, well, you know, that tower represents this and the, the thing and whatever, and because that's obviously a bird. No, there should be some interpretation required. If a stranger looks at your board, it should be a code. You know, I, I don't understand. What does this have to do with Aruba? It has to do with me. That's what it has to do with me in Aruba. Little step number two, keep your board visible. Okay, this is this is the really important thing here. Keep your board visible. Now, you might feel a little uncomfortable about having it out. Now, again, you shouldn't because it shouldn't mean anything to anybody. Really shouldn't mean anything to anybody. And I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes as well. But if you're really uncomfortable about it, then you can store it privately, put it somewhere where people don't see it. But keep it accessible, really readily, easily accessible so that you can get to it whenever you need to. It's not going to serve any purpose to you if you can't and don't see it every single day. So if you can, display the vision board where you can see it very, very clearly, if, if possible. As far as people seeing it, like I said, it shouldn't mean anything to anybody, really. If you really do this from the heart and soul and don't worry about the rules and these images mean something to you, not to the whole world, it should be kind of a really abstract, like I said, code, really. It should be an abstract cipher to anybody who looks at it. A bunch of pictures that seem unrelated to me. So, you know, just try not to be too concerned about what others are going to think. It's Most people are just going to see it as a, as a, a craft, a little collage or a scrapbooking display or something like that. And there isn't likely to be a whole lot of criticism about that. So, you know, oh, isn't that nice? You know, and if they do recognize an image or two, they'll point it out. Oh, look, it's the California lighthouse. Uh, this must be, this must be something about Aruba, you know, for Blake. You know? And that's it, right? The only people who are likely to actually ask you for more details about what you've done are those who are actually genuinely interested, right? Your critics aren't really going to, they may ask it, you know, rhetorically, what the hell is that? Just then put it away and just go, it's nothing. It's nothing. Go away. <laughs> but if people actually want to know, hey, tell me about this, then they're interested. So share with them. Absolutely. It'll actually strengthen your vision and your plan to hear yourself speak about it. And maybe they'll have an idea. Hey, shouldn't you have a picture of whatever? Because you always talk about that. It's like, you're right. Yeah. It's, it will, it'll, you know, it'll help activate things. Don't be too worried about how people will judge your vision board. Plus, they're kind of in. You know, it's, it's not really so crazy to do a vision board these days. People aren't likely to be quite as judgy. Little step number three, and this is part and parcel to number two, because this is why you want to keep it out there all the time, because you want to engage daily with your vision board. Remember, like I said, your vision board is the to-do list for your dreams. Do you look at your to-do list every day? Probably several times every day. What about your planner, your appointment book? Hell yes, every day more than once. Well, your vision board is the to-do list for your dreams, so you owe it to yourself to visit it at least once a day as well. So make sure it's right there where you can't miss it. If you do one, you know, cut and paste and everything, then maybe take a picture, print the picture out and pin it up somewhere else. So you got one in your office, you got one over by the fridge, you got one, right? So that wherever you go, your dreams are up in your face and you can't ignore them. So, um, 
when you're filling in your daily planner or your timetable or whatever it is you, you, you fill out for your day ahead, consult the vision board. Seriously, go ahead and write down your plans, write what you have to do, write what's expected of you, all this usual stuff that you put into the planner. But then stop for a second and just look up. Hmm. Just have a look and ensure that you've included tasks in your daily schedule that are actually serving those goals and dreams. Then you have a, a grocery list, a to-do list, an appointment calendar, etc. For all the things you have to do, this is the to-do list for the things you want. So, you know what? Hang your other to-do list under it. I'm not kidding. Put your other to-do list. Again, you know, take a picture or make a copy or whatever. You know, it's pretty easy to scan and copy something these days. And hang it underneath the to-do list of your dreams. Then you can just glance up, see your vision, and ask yourself, are any of these tasks serving my vision and higher purpose? Because that's going to be a big wake-up call to maybe be rethinking some of those tasks today, tomorrow, and forever. Also, when you're creating your vision board, make sure that you are in the picture. Ensure that you've included at least one image of you inside the vision, living your best life. Again, this is a visual trigger, so you need to envision yourself within it so that it will be truly your vision. Your vision, your plan, you got to be there. If you're not in it, then you're watching from outside. And watching a dream unfolding from outside of it is just that, a dream. That's how we see dreams and fantasies. We're outside watching them. Even though we're involved, we're not visible in them. That's why we call them dreams. Because we always picture them as something where we're not actually involved. Or not at least visible. So don't do that. Make sure you're visible in it. That's how you turn a dream into reality. Put yourself in it physically. Make sure you're in there visibly so you can be in there physically. Little step number four, dreams change. Dreams change. So revisit, rethink, and or redo your vision board at least once a year. Your ultimate goal is going to shift. If you're truly working on it, if you're genuinely working on your on your on your ultimate goal, then it's going to change. It's going to shift. You have an ultimate legacy and a dream surrounding that legacy. They'll probably stay fairly consistent. But the goals to the dream, they're going to shift. You're going to drop some, replace them with others. If you're really dedicated to working on it, they're going to be shuffling around all over the place. Well, your vision should stay in sync with your mission. That's what your mission is. The plan is your mission. The vision is your dream, right? So they need to stay together. Vision and mission need to stay in sync. So make sure that the image is sending all the right signals to you. Don't look at it and go, well, and there was that thing that I added that I'm doing, but it's not in the picture. It needs to be in the picture. Keep updating the board. If you foresee a lot of adjustments, this is where I was talking earlier about doing a digital board rather than the old school cut and paste. That's how it might be helpful. I, I will tell you right now, mine's digital. I used to do it all old school because I'm so old school about everything. Uh, and, and I changed it because I went from a vision board to a vision book. So I have a, a vision book that is my best life. And each board in it is an individual big, big dream or big audacious goal. And then the plans are within. So I actually have a, a book with boards in it. So it just got more convenient to do it digitally. And then that way you can pull out and put back in. You can shift, you can change. It's really easy to change your board around, add stuff and change stuff 
without having to rip, tear, cross things out and everything else. The board can get a bit messy eventually. Now, unless you're going to make little changes along the way, and then once a year, you're going to start from scratch and use kind of the notes and scratches from that board to construct a brand new one. Hey, if that's your process, love it. Love it. Do it that way. Absolutely. That's amazing. It's like taking notes through the year and then starting the year fresh with a revised vision. Beautiful. I love it. As long as you're moving forward, as long as your process is moving you forward through the steps, through the goals, toward the dream. Hey, great process. I love it. Anything that's pushing you forward. Little step number five, seek out a vision that makes the world a better place. Now, this is not a morality conversation. I'm not talking about, you know, don't don't make any of your dreams selfish now. Don't you just think about yourself? No, 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 no. No, this is the same way I'm talking about gratitude, right? Gratitude for me is not be thankful for what you've got. Gratitude for me is take stock of what you got in your life so you don't waste time asking for stuff you already got. Oh, yeah. Abundant thinking, it's not about greed, but it's certainly about acquisition practical, sensible, properly valued acquisition. Same thing with your vision. When you plan the vision for your future, make sure it's bigger than you. You hear me talk about that all the time. You gotta be working on something that's bigger than your, what's the point? What's the point? You wanna aim high in case you fall short so that you don't fall too short. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on. And if you're improving the world around you, that's when you're building a legacy. Now, again, like I said, this isn't about you know, curing hunger or saving poor people or finding homes for the homeless. If you want to do that, great. I'm not saying don't do that. If that is your mission and vision, God bless you. Go for it. Fantastic. Let me know how I can help. But if it's not, if your vision is something that serves you and your immediate family, that's fine. But look for a way in which it will help others. What I'm saying is that some of the greatest inventions in the world did not come because somebody said, the world needs one of these. It's because they said, I need one of these. This is ticking me off and I'm going to create something that'll make it not. And then it turned out six and a half billion other people had the same pet peeve. And so, boom, they sold everywhere and the guy became a millionaire. But he didn't seek to be a millionaire and find a thing to invent to make millions. He found a problem, figured out that, the, that solving this problem would help more than just himself. And by creating the solution and selling it, he made a fortune. If you look, or she, sorry, I don't mean to sexist there. It's, it's any, anytime you look at anything, the, 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 the biggest and most successful visions in the world throughout history have always either served a purpose, met a need, and or answered a question. Okay? So you don't have to personally save the known universe with your goal or anything like that, seriously. But make certain that you are always working on something bigger than yourself that's going to make an impact on the people and the world around you. If you're just working on something to, you know, make something a little better for yourself, that's a goal. A dream is going to make things better for you and other people that feel the same way. A legacy is when what you've created has impact on the world. And legacy should be what you're looking for. Little step number six, along the same lines, dream big. Dream big. You only get one shot at life, so make it count. I just can't believe when I look around 
and see people that are just, you know, falling short. And I don't mean, you know, that not everyone's trying to fly a rocket to Jupiter or whatever the hell. That's fine. No, no, not at all. I respect the people that are, you know, picking up my garbage. I, I wouldn't do it. I certainly don't look down at the people that are willing to do the thing I'm not prepared to do. They should look down on me. No, I have the greatest respect for anybody who's putting in a hard day's work and 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 creating a service for themselves and the world. Fantastic. And if that's truly what they dream of doing, or they're making something great out of it, maybe they don't love their job, but they put a little pride into it. They do it and they're making a good chunk of money. So they're putting some away and they're going to retire early. Great. That's the dream, man. That's fantastic. So I'm not talking about that making account. I mean, you have to think, I, I want something bigger and better. And some people will have it right now. There's people out there in their 20s that are owning it. They're just rocking it. They're doing a great job. Some people just have the mentality that I'm going to work a fair bit of my life to, to create this, to get to this big dream. That's fine, too. That's very admirable. Some people don't want to wait. Some people really do. Some people just aren't comfortable with overnight success or whatever. That's fine. But whatever it is, make it count. There are still people out there who are going to do things that they hate to do so that they can make enough money to continue to live in the life that they hate. And their only escape is complaining. That's, it's just sad. It's just terrible. So I know that was a downer. I'm going to get even more downer here. Here's here's even a bigger downer for you, but I want you to I want you to be, you know, use this as as inspiration. Not all inspiration comes in the form of glowy sweet words. Sometimes, you know, kicking the ass is inspiration and motivation. So think about this possibility here. It is quite possible that you actually won't achieve all of your goals and dreams. I know I'm saying, hey, do it, get your dreams, get your... depending on how old you are, how much life you have left to live, how... depending on a lot of factors, it's, it's entirely possible that you won't actually achieve all the goals and dreams that you have right now in front of you, no matter how soon you're starting and how hard you're working. So the big question is, do you want to fall short of what you're comfortable with? Or do you want to fall short of the moon? So don't think always in terms of getting everything done. Think about what if I don't have time to get everything done? And then don't let that thought make you, well, maybe I better tone it down. No, go for the most you can. Because if you fall short going carefully and cautiously, you're going to barely achieve anything. If you fall short shooting for the moon, you're still going to be floating in space going, look at this, I left the atmosphere. Think big because you'll never be inspired by small thinking and aim high because you simply don't know how far you can go or how far you will go. And our last step, little step number seven, don't be afraid to create a vision of your best life. Say, don't be afraid of it. You might think, oh, it's pointless. Oh, it's stupid. But some people don't start on the project of doing a vision board because they're afraid. They're afraid to create the vision. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see it in front of them because then it starts becoming overwhelming. That's not what it should be. That vision that you create and that board should be the thing that brings it into reality. That's why you got to be in it. Picture of you in there. You got to have yourself in there. This is what transforms it. So don't let it intimidate you. Be brave. Don't get caught up in worrying about failing, right? 
we worry so much about failing at what we desire. But, you know, I love this expression. It's so profound. You can fail doing anything. So you may as well go for the gold. If you're, if you're going to fail, if you're going to stumble, if you're going to fall short, if something's going to go wrong, shouldn't it be on the path to your best life? And in your if you fail on the way to something you don't really even want anyways, what the hell's the point of that? Really? It's other than a double negative. Well, I didn't really want to do it. Fortunately, I failed. Oh, my God. What kind of life credo is that? No, I fell short of my goal to, you know, own the whole world. I only own a third of it. That's some of the early conquerors probably said, right? Anyway, if you're worried about what others are going to think of you or say to you, just, just remember, when you do succeed, the only reason that most people at that point are even going to want to hear about your failures is because they're going to want to know that you're just like them, which will help them to believe that their goals and dreams might come true as well. A very small percentage of complete tools will seek out your failures so they can feel better about themselves and, and their inability to achieve what you did. It happens. We find those people. But you'll find that a lot of people, when they look at someone successful and then read about or you know watch a video about or whatever, learn about that person's failures, the whole reason that they're seeking to find out the weaknesses, the short, short, you know, the shortfalls, etc., is simply because it says, hey, they're human too. One day they were, you know, they were in exactly the place I am now. So it's conceivable that one day I'll be where they are. And that's sometimes the only reason people want to see your failures or shortcomings is simply because it reminds them that you're human. So they might have a chance to. So I hope that helped. And I hope you're all uh, revved up to go and create one now uh, all for, for, your, for your own. I, I hope you got your scissors in your hand ready to go already. Uh, in the meantime, this Thursday, I will be joining Val Jones for another episode of Live with Blake and Val, where we will go much deeper on this exact topic investigating in fact how you can use a vision board and other resources to combat the onset of burnout as a very topical conversation for us right now burnout a lot of people are just i can't go on anymore you know more and more the events of the world are wearing on our nerves they're creating that feeling of hopelessness helplessness they're creating apathy so Val and I are going to be tackling that uh, subject this week and showing you ways to keep your chin up and your head above water. So uh, join us live with Blake and Val Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 Mountain Time on Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, and YouTube Live. In the meantime, have a great week. And remember to put your dreams on your to-do list. Always make sure those dreams are on the to-do list. So you're working a little bit, uh, you know, all the time to making them come true. And as always, and for certain, make sure that you're always taking little steps to big success. I'll see you next time.